honest, open, and vulnerable may contain adult language and material that is not suitable for listeners under 18. This is a stream of consciousness podcast that delves into an eclectic mix of topics. Audience discretion is advised. You're listening to episode 110 of Open on, excuse me, Honest, Open and Vulnerable. Um, I'm Scarlett. I'm Matthew, and I'm Ryan. Uh, we definitely appreciate uh, your feedback and audience participation and whatnot. Easy way to do that is post a comment on our website, hovpodcast.net. You can also find us, uh, like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash honest dot open dot vulnerable. And you can find me on Instagram at Colonel Tux. That's K-E-R-N-E-L underscore T-U-X. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at HOV Podcast. Uh, you can find my blog at inscarletstorm.wordpress.com. And you can find me on Instagram at the Fuchsia Lady. That's T-H-E-F-U-C-H-I-A-L-A-D-Y. I am not firing on all cylinders just to give you all a heads up, but... We can idea. also be uh, reached via email at hovpodcast at gmail.com. You can also send us a voicemail at 231-846-8420. And you can find me on Instagram at Matthew Scribbles. And it is without any reservations that we are aptly naming today's episode coming from Brain Freeze Studio today. <laughs> yeah, that, well, I mean, I think we just proven that just now. <laughs> <laughs> so um, just a c- couple, a uh, uh, few few little updatey things to kind of get get into here first. Um, I men- mentioned about uh, Google Play and TuneIn uh, in our last episode. Um, uh, TuneIn ha- has kind of up- updated their Im- inf- information. Um, so they're showing our current logo and, you know, that it's, well, it's currently going back to episode 99 just uh, because of the that that's when we switched to the feed burner uh, to our current RSS feed, so that you know kind of makes sense. Um, so in anyway, um, what about Google Play? To, yes, uh, Google Play. I had to uh, resubmit, and um, that's currently under review. So there was a little bit of back and forth with the with. With with Google and our our web and our web web host, but we got we got it all. We we were able to submit, and it's current currently un, under review. So uh, we'll keep keep you updated as far as um, what um, as far as that that's concerned. So um, it it I, I remember it did take take a little bit for them to um, approve, but you know that there's anyway. So, um, everything, everything okay? <laughs> we, we, um, we're, fit, there's been, there's wire, fit, wire fiddling going on. So I just want to make sure that every, everything's. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> just making sure. I think it's user error. I don't think it's the, I don't think it's the headphone. I think it's me. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. I mean, are you able to hear and everything? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> that, just, just make it sure. I was just fiddling. So, okay. I just wanted to make, you know, if there was anything broken that, you know, we took care of it. So Messing with anyway. the wires, that's a fiddling. <laughs> <laughs> so um i i do i do want to uh, we mentioned our door um a few episodes ago and well we're back on audacity <laughs> so um needs i mean it obviously you know we were able to pub- public edit and publish and and whatnot and hope hopefully there wasn't you know there didn't notice much of a difference for you know from our audience perspective but um it i equate um it it it, it gets down to doing the using the right tool for the job and um that's you know kind of ima- imagine you know you want to make a um you want 
you have a little project or whatever you want to do a little home home project so you want to make a little nightstand you know you don't you don't care if it looks pretty you just want to you know for whatever you want to make it yourself so you know you go down to your, your local hardware store or you know what or major chain whatever choice you choose you know and you get you get you know this sheet of plywood and you know you you don't want to make it too big so it's like two two feet tall and one and a half feet wide or one and a half feet square so not not a huge project you know and so you get get all of it and then you say yeah i yeah i also need a nail gun and and for a project that small, I mean, you could easily just buy like two dozen nails and a hammer and be good. <laughs> so that I think that um, that may not be a good story, but <laughs> but I mean, it's a cool I'd, I'd, image though. <laughs> I'm gonna build a nightstand with this nail gun. <laughs> but I mean, again, it's like it's like a little bit overkill. <laughs> I, I I think for a project of that size, you know, I mean, if you're like put, you know, obviously, I mean, if you're like putting up a wall or something, yeah, you want to use a nail gun. <laughs> but for, you know, a project of that size, you know, that's just a small little nightstand, you know, it's, you know, you could just use a regular, regular hammer and, and be, you know. And so, yeah, so I think that that's... I'm laughing at you because you, you don't do... That kind of a project. Night, I think you do projects like that. So. Well, well, no, I, d- I don't. But that, I mean, that's the best. That was know. an interesting analogy. That's all. I'm saying. <laughs> so that so with us using our door, it's akin to building a small night nightstand with, <laughs> with a nail gun as opposed to just a simple hammer. So, um, so. Yeah, so now we're back on what was what had been working for four years. <laughs> so, um, th- anyway, <laughs> so you put our door to bed. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it was a bit arduous. Good night. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, th- I think it's it, it just our door is fine. I mean, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of great features to it which is why i wanted to try it but um it it's it it's a little much for what we need <laughs> so um it but anyway so yeah and um we we do um have have a little we did a little uh work on uh on our page patreon page so we kind of finished up um a, a lot of stuff before uh Stepping into uh, Brain Free Studios, which again, very much, ap- very much aptly named in this episode. <laughs> so, um, I, again, so we're, you know, we're working on that. So we will, we will be uh, making an announcement in our next episode in regards to this very specific issue. <laughs> no nail guns, enough? we promise. <laughs> <laughs> so and. <laughs> We have tote bags. <laughs> anyway. Let the record state that did not come from me. No, you, no it did not. <laughs> I, I, I stated it ironically. <laughs> so, But if you want tote bags, hovpodcast at gmail.com. No, no. We do not have tote bags. <laughs> I stated it or ironically. Or coffee mugs. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Or any, and so. we will not. <laughs> because we don't have anywhere to put them. <laughs> right. We we have no storage space. So anyway. However. But with your support, we could. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we could get a small storage unit. We, we could find a way to make it happen. Gotta but we need your support first. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, moving on. All, <laughs> all of the rickety up, updates and whatnot. Um, so, Scarlett, you uh, wanted had a... Story about uh, student student walkout that you wanted to talk talk about? Yeah, on the I can't remember what day it was. I think it was Wednesday. It was the walkout was Wednesday. Yes. Yeah, they uh, did, uh, students across the country staged a walkout for seventeen minutes, including here in Denver, uh, to represent the seventeen students or seventeen people 
who were killed in Parkland, Florida shooting. So, um, some interesting fallout came from it. Um, there were, there were some interesting, um, here in Denver, it was pretty quiet. Um, and students did not necessarily lose a lot of class time because there was a five minute passing period in between. This is, this is in Denver Mm -hmm. where they had like a five minute passing period. So they really only lost five minutes of the last class, then that passing period and, and, and seven minutes of their first period. So they didn't really lose that much. But um, uh, during those 17 minutes, they had speeches and they had, you know, they basically were um, protesting um, gun violence. And I find it interesting because one of the one of the politicians here in Denver made a sign. Well, somebody made a sign and it said, when children start acting like leaders and leaders act like children, we have a problem. Interesting. So yeah. that kind of stuck in my head. And um, it was actually when kids, when kids start acting like leaders and leaders start acting like kids. But I just thought that was, uh, summed it up pretty good. And then uh, I'm going to mention a Papa Roach song. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. You can find it anywhere. Um, but it's called We Have Had Enough. It was actually written after the... I'm not sure when it was actually written, but it was after, after, um, it was before Black Lives Matter. So it was before that movement got started, but there was a shooting and, um, basically the song is about watching the news and seeing somebody else die from gun violence. And basically the chorus is basically, we have had enough. The violence has touched every part of our lives. Our innocence is gone tonight. And I just, and it goes on and it it turns into an anthem of hope. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you can change, you know, you have the power to change things. And I just thought, um, I listened to that song every day to work and from work for a solid week. And I think that it ought to be Parkland's anthem. Um, just because it has that, that song of hope too, that it, it's not just, it's not hopeless. It's not, but, uh, you, you need to take action. So that's, that's all I had to say. And then there was a story that I'm going to have Matt talk about because he knows more about some fallout in Arkansas. We did say that this is brain freeze studio, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, of course. All right. So... I threw that at him, and he wasn't prepared. <laughs> Don't tell them we're not prepared. It makes us look bad. <laughs> Live to tape, folks. <laughs> Live to tape, exactly. We're always prepared. Ladies and gentlemen, look at that. Oh, you can't see that. We're on podcast. <laughs> Expect the unexpected. Something like that. My brother always says, no one expects the Spanish Inquisition. What does it have to do with anything? Well... Just saying. No one expects it. <laughs> yeah. So, in Arkansas, there's a couple, of, and there's a couple of articles out there, and I'll just uh, briefly touch on this. Uh, there were a few students, uh, a small number of them, that uh, actually uh, were punished for walking out for the protest on you know this past uh, this past Wednesday. And these students were given a choice as to what if they would be what type of punishment they would receive if it would be the uh, if they would receive some in school suspension or they could opt to receive uh, corporal punishment in the form of paddling. And, we'll and just, it was two uh, it was two swats with the paddle or two days. In school suspension, and and this isn't something like the historical doc. We're not talking about an event that happened in 1916. This is two or or whatever. Yeah, yeah, twenty first century, (laughs) just recent history. This this is this is something that wow, 
we're just days removed from here. Uh, this article that I'm going to quote from is from uh, uh, ktvznews.com or ktvzine.com. It's a news uh, news outlet in. Uh, yeah, let's see here. The, the graphics taking a little time for it to load, so I. Uh, <laughs> I apologize. He's that. doing this on his phone. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah ktbz.com. Uh, this is actually based out of Central Oregon, but this is a uh, their Dateline is Greenbrier, Arkansas. Uh, school superintendents say uh, students who broke the rules and walked out were given a choice between an in-school suspension or a swat with the paddle, and that's uh, they're getting that from uh, KRK KARK TV in uh, in Arkansas. Uh, and that's a, they have a little news clip there. So uh, I won't play the news clip because that's you know, not kosher. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So these students were given a, uh, given a choice. Uh, you, you either pay, you, you either pay your, your crime air quotes for what you did in terms of an in-school suspension, or you do it with a, a you know, paddle. So I think there were three of them. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. There weren't very many of them. Uh, So it was three students, according to this article that I just pulled up, which loaded much faster on the Daily Beast. uh, Three students in a rural part of Arkansas, Greenbrier, uh, have allegedly been smacked for participating in uh, Wednesday's national walkout protesting uh, gun violence. I'm paraphrasing a little bit from the article here. So uh, one of the parents... uh, took to her Twitter account saying that my kid and two other students walked out of their very rural conservative, uh, walked out of their very, their rural, very conservative public school for 17 minutes today. Uh, they were given two punishment options. They chose corporal punishment. This generation is not playing around. And that's, uh, that's coming from the mother of one of the kids that received this punishment. That's an interesting response. And the parent and the parents all approved it. The, the article goes on to have a bit of a statement uh, from one, one of the students who was uh, who received the the paddling punishment and just very briefly I'll touch I'll touch on what he said I received my punishment during sixth period the Dean of students carried it out while the assistant principal witnessed the punishment was not dealt with malice or cruelty in fact I have the utmost respect for all of the adults involved they were merely doing their job as the school board and school policy dictated the SWATs in, in quotes were not painful or injuring. It was nothing more than a temporary sting on my thighs. The Dean of Students did stress, however, that not not all punishment ended this way. He goes on to say, I believe that corporal punishment has no place in schools, even if it wasn't painful to me. The idea that violence should be used against someone who is protesting violence as a means to discipline as a means to discipline them is appalling. I hope this is yeah. I hope that this has changed in Greenbrier and across the country. It's like, yeah, thanks for proving our point. <laughs> <laughs> There's there's yeah. a lot to unpack in this. Yeah. It's, uh, regardless it, regardless of your view about the Second Amendment, this is more. I think it's more about First Amendment. And I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. But to use a form of violence to right. as a form of punishment against yeah. something that is being used uh, against the. You know, freedom of expression to speak out against violent acts seems to be circular. Mm-hmm. And when when you uh, look at the when you look at this uh, this whole incident, and from what we can, from what I've been able to see online, Arkansas is the only only place where something like this happened. At least that, that it's been reported. For for all we know, there yeah. could be other institutions where. Uh, something like this did take place as a form of a form of punishment, but th- these are the only news articles that we are aware of. It just it just seems it just seems unusual that uh, this would be one an option to give to a, to kids and have the parents yeah. say, "Yeah, it's okay for you for the school to discipline my child for exercising their First Amendment right to speak out against uh, violence," and that punishment form is is violence. My uh, 
I know that my father, my father was a Pentecostal minister, and so I have a little bit of different background than most people, but my dad always said, don't be a sheep. You know, use your brain, vote your conscience. And if something like that happened to me when I was in high school, all hell would have broke loose because my dad would have said, A, you're not touching my child. B, you're not suspending her. She didn't do anything wrong. My parents would have fought for me. So I, I think it's a different culture, maybe, that in a in, – because it's a rural area, I don't know. Mm-hmm. If it's a different mindset, I understand why there weren't more kids that participated. Because um, I heard the story on NPR, and they went they went a little deeper. And they were talking about how, um, you know, in that, in that area, everybody has a gun. Everybody. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. it's part of that culture. It's part of that, especially in a rural area. So it's not necessarily... It's not about gun violence. It's just about violence. And I do, I, you know, to, it's like, are the parents, are, are, are the adults involved? Are there really adults? Missing that <laughs> much of a point? I, I, it just blows my mind. And how the parents, and I think it is a cultural thing. I think I think that it's it's a different part of the country. Yeah, it's a different life. It's a different that I have no, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speak against it or for it. It's just a different culture. But I think why it's one of the reasons why it's so hard for us to comprehend is we don't live in that culture. And I know my father. My father was very soft spoken, but if you pissed him off and you messed with his kids, all hell's coming down. So I just don't I just don't understand why the the parents are like yeah this is okay. And I think that's a cultural thing that mm-hmm. you know that's why I can't wrap, wrap my brain around it quite. And it there's that and I'm not speaking against that. I'm just saying that just stands out to me. Yeah. And it wasn't that long ago that paddling was used in Denver school districts. That's true. It wasn't that long ago. My nephew who is a senior in high school when he was in junior high, they were doing it. Oh wow! And they stopped. They stopped right about that time, but it wasn't that long ago. It just wasn't that long ago. So, I think maybe. Excuse me. It was my oldest nephew. My youngest nephew's the senior. Okay. Uh, it was my oldest nephew who was in junior high when they were doing it. So probably you're looking at 15 years. Okay. You know, it's been a while, but. Still, it just blows my mind, you know? Yeah, I would think that, you know, well, I'm just so so used to seeing the kind of response of, no, I'll decide whether whether or not to punish my punish my kid. That's that's not, you know, that so that yeah, I'm I'm so far removed from that from that kind of uh that 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 kind of perspective perspective or mm-hmm. predisposition or, or or whatever so i'm i'm just sitting here baffled <laughs> there there's like i said before there's a lot to unpack in this and while it may be possible that there's other incidents like this that have not been reported right the fact that this has happened and in in this area of the country just it's it, because it, and scarlett like you said this is not the type of culture that we live in here but it just seems so foreign i guess mm-hmm. is the only way i can describe it and i don't mean that to sound as a pejorative right but it's just what that's just not what i was you know familiar with growing up yes i was familiar with corporal punishment as a as a child in my own home of course but and even you know in my very early years in in you know you know preschool and places like that it that was a thing that did happen i i i saw kids my age get you know hauled off by the arm i had it happen to me when i was in seventh grade i let off and I called, I called some, uh, st- I called one of my, uh, call, you know, one of my cohorts. 
I went off on them and swore like a sailor. And I got home. I got it from my I got it from my parents, and then I got it from the school too. I remember. I remember that. And I'm sure it happened before, and I just don't remember because it's not something I think about. But yeah. I think for me, even just at such an early age, seeing someone else go through that was enough of a deterrent to me that was like, nope, mm-hmm. I want no part of this. Yeah. So, but when you're dealing with high school kids yeah. in, in, you know, present day, that there, there should already be some other ways to yeah. deal with disciplinary issues. The, the two-day suspension... Uh, Maybe. I, I think is, is I think is reasonable. That's reasonable, yeah. Um, Depends upon why they're being punished. Are they being punished because they're expressing their First Amendment rights? Because that's not okay to me. No, yeah. But absolutely. are they are they being punished because they broke the rules, left the campus, left the building, left the, you know, what exactly are you punishing them for? The information that I was able to look to look into said that they were punished for uh, leaving the building. And that whether, makes sense. That whether, makes sense. And whether they were actually still on the, the school grounds is a whole other matter because right. then we're starting to split hairs. Well, uh, we're going to discipline you because you left school grounds, even though you were just you know out in the parking lot or some something like that. That's right. we're getting too much into the weeds at that point. And I believe that they were only gone seventeen minutes. I mean, they didn't. They were gone for like the whole day or anything like that. It was just for that specific protest. But, yeah, the fact that it was high school, that really makes it really weird. <laughs> I mean, I, I can I can understand, you know, grade school, junior high, I'm a little uh, kind of getting into really kind of weird territory. <laughs> yeah, def- definitely. I mean, I mean just because they're, because um, you know, they're in their ad- adolescence and, you know, they're, it, it just, I don't know, it, it, the situation just, changes for for me because because of the um that age delineation well we're dealing with a very unusual scenario here it's not like someone uh, uh you know broke a window let's say or right. or something like that for- or just got up and left class because they felt like it i mean it was very purposeful mm-hmm. planned and i believe that the kids had talked to their parents beforehand So they were in support of that, but they knew that there was going to be some fallout and they did it anyway. And I'm happy that they are speaking out and they're saying, hey, using violence against violence. Right. That's, you missed the point. Yeah. And good for them for having the words to articulate that and the maturity to maybe make some changes. I think the school really missed an opportunity here to make this a learning experience for the, for the student body. Mm-hmm. And instead of saying, well, we're going to punish you for this, I think this could have been something where they could have called the entire school together and discussed this matter about about violence. Mm-hmm. And at the high school age, I think that's probably something that would have been much more effective. Oh, and yeah. Would have had a lot more positive uh, more positive outcomes just saying, and just becoming – Essentially, now Arkansas becoming an, an a national uh, laughing stock for how they ha- how this particular school handled the situation. Yeah, because they, they they pretty much told told the kids, "No, shut the fuck up, stay in line." Well, the other thing that I think <laughs> or else, goes, yeah, you know what goes through some people's mind, myself included. What a backward state. Yeah, and that's unfortunate because. People, not generalizations. You know, that's that's where the change comes. People speaking up. Mm-hmm. I applaud those kids. And I would, it would be interesting to know exactly what did they do that was wrong. And why did yeah. the parents who chose this discipline for their kids... What what was going through their head and saying? Right. Well, you you, you we already told you already told uh, told us about what's about this walkout. Now you're telling us you're going to be punished. Why would I? Why would I then turn around and say, Yeah, you deserve to be uh, you deserve to be <laughs> yeah disciplined. My father, with a paddle. 
holy crap, there'd be a lawsuit. There'd be a probably a beatdown. I've never seen my dad really angry except one time, and it was somebody fucked with me, and he went ballistic. I have no doubt in my mind something bad would have happened if something like this happened to me at that age. You just So yeah. I don't get it. Different parroting. I, I get it. Mm-hmm. It's a different, again, it's a cultural thing. And I don't think that we can't understand it because we're not in that culture. Right. And Arkansas has a whole, whole, fun, whole mess of, mess of problems. <laughs> so that, yeah. Every state is a whole mess of problems. Well, our, I mean, Arkansas in particular, extent. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're not going to slam Arkansas, but. <laughs> Somebody well, no, dropped the I'm ball. Not, I mean, here. I'm not. I'm not slamming Arkansas. It's just the the fact yeah. that they have a lot of budgetary issues and a lot of a lot of services are are mm-hmm. not are not you know. So it, it's an unfortunate situation. So is what I'm saying. So. Well, and it's just it, it is exactly. It's just unfortunate, and um, hopefully these kids might make a difference. Mm-hmm. You know, I think one of them was you know what do you want to do when you when you get out of school. And it was that same kid who said, you know, using violence against violence is asinine. And I think he said he's thinking about politics. Hmm. So just something. I may be misspeaking, but I think I think it was it was one of the three that said that. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But you think about a lot of things when you're in high school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> high scores think they know everything. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, no, no argument there. Okay, moving <laughs> no, on. Just, yeah, yeah, because now... While we're gonna... painting in broad strokes, let's just throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, because then, uh, then I'm just going to transition into a get off, get off my lawn kind of thing. And yeah, we, no, nobody wants that. <laughs> when I was their age... <laughs> I used to walk to class uphill well, both ways in snow wearing canvas shoes. I know that you have, you know, it is a different culture and you have, I think everybody has a little different parenting experience too. Mm-hmm. You know, a parenting style. Maybe they just didn't want to make trouble. Maybe they just wanted to get the punishment, move on. Um, you know, who knows what, we don't know because we're not them. Mm-hmm. And we're not privy to... Right. Their family structure. So it's just, you know, but it is, I, I thought it was very, it just kind of put me in awe because it is 2018. Yeah. And Wake up, people. There catch is such up. a thing as the internet, you know. <laughs> but uh, for now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So and uh, you, you also um, I I had not heard about this uh, cafe the same cafe what what's um... it's called so all may eat and okay what it is, is, it is that this 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 guy has it. it's been around for like seven years so it's been in Denver and what they do is you only pay what you think you can afford if you're unable to pay you volunteer. After you volunteer, then you eat. And what the owner was saying is, look, it's good community. It's it's community outreach. This is how you make peace in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is how you, you know, this is this, this works. The system, you're, but you can't have too many affluent people who have the ability to pay and pay more because then you have the needy people who aren't able to contribute. Mm-hmm. You can't have too many needy people who just volunteer or you're going to go out of business. You're not going to be able to sustain anything. The secret to it working is you work together. If you have a little more to give, mm-hmm. you give it. If you don't have a little more to give, you give it in a different way. And I just, I thought that was a really cool concept. And it's it's called the same cafe, so all may eat. But but it's but it's not the same because it's different. It's a different kind <laughs> of cafe, but it's called the same. <laughs> I I just had to point, point that out. <laughs> but I thought that was a cool idea that you know, 
all you hear in the news sometimes seems to be negative, 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 negative. Mm -hmm. And when something like this happens, just a human interest story that you can go, oh, that feels good. I think, I think that that was just something I wanted to share that it's not all evil out there. There are a lot of well-intentioned people Mm -hmm. who have a lot of great ideas who are implementing them. And I just think that that, that gives us hope. And that's why I know I've said this before, but that's why I like Papa Roach because their music (laughs) always is about, yes, some of it's angry, some of it's dark, but it always ends on a positive note. Hey, there is a way out of this tunnel. And I just, you know, I think we need more of that in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and well, I'm I'm glad that you brought it to light because you know I I'd never heard heard of it, and you know I've been living here for quite a while. So, well, and I I did want to say that I work I work for a place. I'm not going to say their name, but what they do is they require their employees once a quarter to do so many hours of community service, and they pay them for that. And um, I just think that that is a great idea. And I can get behind a company like that. Well, and I, I, I don't know how I feel about the, the spirit, The spirit part, of it. But, and, yeah. and they don't force you to. It's just that, hey, you know, they strongly encourage. Okay. They strongly encourage. And they pay you for it. So it's not like, you know, it's not like you're missing work. It's right. just it's a different kind of work. And what I want to do when it's my turn to volunteer is I want to volunteer at um, either Rain or uh, the Blue Bench, which is a woman's shelter mm-hmm. for women who have been abused or sexually assaulted. Um, I want to do advocacy work because I can do it in small doses. That's what I went to school for. I have a degree in it, mm-hmm. started doing it, you know, full time. And got knocked on my ass. I can't do it full time because it's too, I get too invested. Right. But maybe I could do a rape hotline. Maybe I can do a suicide hotline. There's, there's things I can do that in short doses. Right. They're all right. So um, I'm kind of excited about that. So. Or, or, you, or you could uh, volunteer at, at, uh, at uh, same cafe. Exactly, you know? exactly. But um and I may do that. I think that would be a cool idea. Um There's a couple of things I want to try. I want to do the same cafe. I also there's this is so weird. Only in Denver do we have a church called the Evolutionist or the Elevationist, excuse uh-huh. me. And um it is a real religion, look it up. Mm. But they yes, it is a real religion, look it up. Yeah, uh, I, know, I did look it up. I'm <laughs> looking it up now. Because uh, I looked it up because I wanted to know, hey, is that a real term or did they just throw that out there? Because what they do is they encourage meditation and using of cannabis to get in touch with each other and with a, you know their spiritual self. Um, don't know how I feel about it yet, but I would like to at least investigate it a little further. So... Um, that's something I want to, you know, so there's some things I want to try, but, um, time, energy, and now everybody's looking it up. (laughs) We'll be a minute. Yeah. I don't actually remember where I found my information. It might've been like Wikipedia, which you know is not that reliable, but, um, we are a member-owned, not-for-profit financial institution. Oh, sorry, that's uh, Elevations Credit Union. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's try that again. It's the International. I think it's the International Church, Church of Cannabis. Yeah. Um, like I said, only in temper. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think there there's a sim- similar thing in Amsterdam as well, mm-hmm. but um, I don't think I'm, I'm not. I don't know if it's. They have several this. branches here in the United States. I know that they have. I want to say Virginia, maybe. They have a. I don't know, but anyway, it's just interesting. Um, 
As far as I could tell, this is the only this I mean there this is the only Oh, it's location. Indiana. Elevate. Well, it says we organically evolved along independent uh, trenches of thought, branches of thought, sorry, and spiritual practice. So what I like about it is I, if you have to slam a label on me, and you know that I'm not the typical Christian, I don't, I'm not touting my beliefs or anything. My faith is very important to me. I make no bones about that. However, if you have to throw a label on me, I am more universalist in my beliefs which is basically, hey, you believe what you want to believe, I can believe what I believe, and we can find something in common rather than what separates us. Right. And I like the elevationist concept of that. Hey, just come. But the the Indiana thing you remember, that's the Church of Cannabis in Indiana. That's they're not That's at another all. church. Yeah, yeah, that's a totally yeah. different thing. So um, as I mean, it's not a like kind of this whole. It, it's like the elevation. There's, I mean, elevationism isn't a thing. <laughs> well, the elevation is actually, if you look at, if you look, um, it's not called that, but there is something similar. Um, it's been a long time since I've looked it up, so I couldn't even tell you where I found it. And you know me, I skim things. I miss big chunks of information, so. Um, do some research if you really want to know, but uh, I'm 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 double checking here. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's been a while, and I use Wikipedia so much for other stuff, like looking up fantasy writers. Maybe it was a fantasy I'm thinking of. You know, I, it, who knows? According to the uh, mission statement of on elevationist.org. The International Church of Cannabis mission is to offer a home to adults everywhere who are looking to create the best versions of themselves by way of the sacred plant. Our life stance is that an individual's spiritual journey and their and self uh, and search for meaning is one of self-discovery that can be accelerated with ritual cannabis use. Elevis, elevationists claim no divine authority nor authoritarian structure. Therefore, those of all religious and cultural background are welcome to visit our chapel and take part in our celebrations. So I'm not wrong, so. but I'm not right either. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that came straight from their website. Right. But, uh, yeah, just something, you know, there's so many. And there's, okay, another Denver thing is the Voodoo, don uh, the voodoo Donuts, where they will do, they do a thing that's in the shape of a penis, I kid you not. Um, <laughs> just crazy things. So... There are things out there that are that I know are there that I'd mm -hmm. like to go and explore and check out. And there was a place that we used to go. In fact, it was our very first date, if you remember. Mm -hmm. It was this coffee and tea house. It was really cool. Um, no alcohol, uh, but you could do hookahs. Um, it was just it was just really cool. And then down in the basement, they would do like poetry readings and um, you know really cool artsy fartsy things so it was just a cool it just had a lot of energy a lot of good vibes mm -hmm. and unfortunately it got bought out by a bourbon bar <laughs> why i don't know and it didn't last long <laughs> and now that I, it's some other it's some other kind of bar now but um it's unfortunate that yeah so if you know little hole in the walls you know things you want to try yeah try them because they aren't going to last forever. Yeah. There is, um, I have one, I have another, um, uh, example of that is, uh, Quixote's true blue. It was on like 32nd and Larimer, I think it was, um, but kind um, and it was a, it, it was a, uh, grateful dead themed, uh, kind of place. They had like two stages, one indoors, one outdoors, and so you de it, it, you definitely had that um, like think think of um, like take take you know give a deadhead a, mil a million dollars and say okay no. de decorate this <laughs> decorate this this lounge you know to the to, and that's pretty much what it was. <laughs> they they're also opening. They haven't done it yet, but they are opening in the industrial section of Denver. They're opening a coffee and marijuana bar. 
Um, she's already got the licenses. She's got everything in place. They're just remodeling the building because mm -hmm. it is an industrial space. So it has to be up to code and some other things. But um, I think she was going to open it up in spring. It's a, it's a woman who... I just think that that's a cool idea too. If mm -hmm. you can get away with it. Yeah. And hey, if she's got the licenses, if she's got all the licenses and she did, it was, it was, I mean, it was all on the up and up. She was very proud of herself for it. And I think it's awesome. And so there are some things also, I'll give you another example just because I can, uh, this is not something that is exclusive to Colorado, but there's a place called hamburger Mary's. I believe they have one in Chicago as well. Um, and it is basically a drag queen show place. Uh -huh. <laughs> I don't know what to say. And then uh, they also have, they're famous for their hamburgers, of course. So, and, uh, and hamburgers they're, aren't, aren't, don't, they're yeah. not that great, but it's, you don't go there for the food. You go there for the ambiance. It's like we have a place Maybe here. Maybe other people do. The biggest, the biggest, uh, the largest underground restaurant in the country is here in Denver. It's a place called Casa Bonita. Uh-huh. And they have cliff diving and they have, they have all sorts of stuff. You yeah. don't go there for the food. God knows. Don't eat there. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not that bad, but. Don't eat I the mean... Mexican food. Order a hamburger. You'll be all right. But. You just gotta, <laughs> you don't go there for the food. You go there for the ambiance. And if you have small children, they love it. So, you know, yeah, we always well, win as I mean, a kid. I, so. Well, I mean, between Hamburger Mary's and, and Casa Bonita, I'd rather go to Casa Bonita. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear Some myself. People, yes. I, I just, I can't hear myself think in Hamburger Mary's. It's, it's too, too loud. loud. It's too loud. And they, what they do is they do. Every night they have something. They have they have a separate section, which is the drag queen show. Then in the restaurant itself, they always are doing something. They're doing drag queen bingo. They're doing, you know, they're doing something. And it is. It's really hard to think in a place like that. Um, I'll give you that. But just, <laughs> you know, just I'm just saying that every place in the country has something that is unique to that area. And you should take advantage of it. Yeah, and life is short. And to kind of circle back to back around to Quixote's True Blue, um, I, I, I look. I wish that place <clears throat> was still around. Oh, I know. We would live there. But but um, they but now they've replaced it with you know high price loft apartments, <laughs> and I'm just like no. Well, there was a there was a, a jazz nightclub. They did the same thing, Dazzle. Mm -hmm. We went to hear our friend who actually was on America's oh. Most uh, uh, America's Got Talent, um, Mandy Harvey, who just wrote a book, by the way. Get her book. It's awesome. Um, and uh, it's called – I can't even think of the name of it. Anyway, it's about, it's about learning about music when you can't hear because ask, she's deaf. Ask Beethoven. Oh, wait, and, you can't. But anyway, <laughs> she, just, just speaking, you know. She would perform with a live composer. jazz trio, and she performed barefoot because she could feel the vibrations, and she never missed a note. And it was awesome. And I was so glad to see her on America's Got Talent. It was awesome. And we were watching some dumb show. I don't know what we were watching, but there was a quick commercial, and in the background, Mandy Harvey was singing. And it was like, what was that? And we don't even know what it was, but we know it was her. And then I got the book at the library, and it's really good. So something. But yeah, that, that. when when we were um, at that event at da Dazzled, I mean, I I could not. Uh, I did from her performance. There was no way that I could tell that she was deaf. Like I didn't. I you like right. I, I I I only knew that she was a deaf performer because you told me Not, she would come in you know. uh she would come in like talk to the crowd too and she would it was a it was like a it was a habit on her part but she would sign but she spoke perfect and she could read lips so you never knew and her boyfriend who uh is now her husband he he signed right along with her and it was just like a little 
it was like a, a tick, you know, <laughs> she just did it really fluidly, but it was really kind of, it was cool to watch her and she moved to Florida bummer. And so, yeah, but she's doing some things that are really cool. And but yeah, I know, I know that they uh, rebuilt that whole area that da- dazzled, uh, what was it? And, and it's a shame. I mean, it was a kind of a rundown place. I mean, it was, and dazzle wasn't very big. Right. It was old. Yeah. And, um, but every, every weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they had somebody there and it was, it was good. And it was, they usually charge like $10 cover and that was it. And then their food was really good, by the way. Yeah. So it just, you know, just stuff like that. So that's my 10 cents. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Matt's over here just nodding his head. He's just sitting sitting there all all quiet. So. Do you have it? You, you have any thoughts on the stuff that we've been talking about over here? Yeah, shut up. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what the elevationists are trying to do. <laughs> well, you turned us on to something that is not unique to Denver, but it is unique to certain places, and that is the arcade that you'd like to go to. And that's kind of cool where you pay a flat fee and you're there all day. So I know I'll plug the hell out of that place any chance I get. So uh, <laughs> since you uh, brought it up, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the establishment in question is known as hyperspace arcades. So, they are uh, they are based in Lakewood. They're open every day of the week, even holidays. So, what else are you going to do on the holiday other than play video games? Well, Try to escape so- escape your family <laughs> by playing video games. <laughs> well, the most recent holiday that passed, I won't say which one it is because no, I'm not going to let my secret out. Uh, I was I was at hyperspace all day long, and. It was great because other people chose to celebrate that particular holiday doing other holiday-like things. And that's great. You do you if that's what you want to do. I, on the other hand, I'm going to go spend 10 hours in an arcade and uh, go and go and you know get my, get my uh, retro arcade fix and get a few high scores, which I have now lost in the span of time between now and the next time I go. <laughs> so I was actually... Uh, I was actually asked about uh, something fun to do in Denver uh, very recently. Uh, uh, Friday, uh, this past Friday evening, uh, at the uh, at the local hockey game, uh, some someone next to me was was asking me, since you're from Denver, uh, what would be something fun for somebody to do? No, not necessarily outdoorsy, but if they were a tourist, what would they? What would you recommend that they do? And that's the first thing I mentioned was, well, you're, you're asking me about something fun for somebody to do. You mean not necessarily being here at this building watching a hockey game. Which is fun. But that would be my first yeah. su- my first suggestion, go to a hockey game. My second <laughs> well, suggestion. you're already here, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so first suggestion, cross that off the list. You're already doing it. Second suggestion, go to hyperspace. Over 200 arcade cabinets there. If there's a game that you haven't played since you were a kid... Or maybe a maybe an older kid. Uh, chances are they're probably going to have it. So, whole bunch of pinball. If yeah, if pinballs yeah. your jam. Uh, if you Pac Man, everything of Pac Man, Miss Pac Man, Pac Man Junior. They're all there. Yeah. Uh, even a couple of games that uh, I've never heard of, like uh, Peter Packrat. I'd never heard of that game before. <laughs> Played it last time I was there. Had a blast on it. Uh, there's a there is a prototype Beavis and Butthead arcade cabinet there. <laughs> it was a prototype for a reason because it was just never going to work. <laughs> but they have a prototype there if you want to check it out. Uh, pinball, if, you, if, that's, if that's your thing. If you like uh, console games, they have a console room. The console room is really cool. Uh, they don't sell beer there. They don't have a food. They don't, you know, sell like food like, you know, hot dogs and hamburgers or anything like that. They have a, like a soda a soda thing but uh, and a little snack bar for like candy bars and things like that but but you can leave and come back 
You can. So there are restaurants around. There's a Burger King like right across the street. So it's not, yeah. it's not like you're going to starve. Yeah. You pay, <laughs> if you like Burger King. <laughs> you pay you pay the flat fee for unlimited entry all day or you can pay for a, a, a monthly pass if that's your if you really really enjoy arcade cabinets <laughs> and it, it'll it'll pay for itself if you go, you know, a couple times uh, throughout the month. And yeah, uh, if if that's kind of your thing, if you know someone who likes arcade cabinets, uh, and they're local, absolutely tell them about it. It's uh, it is the biggest arcade in in the state. So uh, even though other establishments that are downtown may be a little bit more well known because mm-hmm. of uh, being downtown and it is a place to be seen, and that's all well and good, but. If you want something that'll give you just as much fun outside of the hassle of trying to, you know, plan for being downtown, this will do it. You know, when I mention, you know, hey, you know, there's an arcade and a lot of people will mention. The one downtown. Company X. um, Arcade (laughs) X. Uh, So, but when I tell them, oh, there's this other one, it's hyperspace and it's just as good and it's not as crowded and parking's not a nightmare. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Even on a even on a weekend, go go and uh you know, you can go and make a day of it. Go have breakfast nearby at at a, a restaurant of your choosing. Go down to uh go down to hyperspace, play a few rounds of whatever you want to play. You get hungry, go and have lunch at again, restaurant of your choosing and then finish the day out if you want to. That's that's what I've done. that's what I did on my on the on the last holiday. So, there you go. It's a great way to, you know, kind of reconnect with your inner child that played video games as a kid. So, <laughs> <laughs> or your outer child, or your outer child that, or outer adult that plays video games. You know, like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all fun. The the games are great. Uh, there's never really issues with the the games, you know, being you know broken or defective or in bad shape. <laughs> There's of course some games that are going to be closed for you know maintenance and repair. Oh yeah, they get those that off. The, they get those off the floor, so you never really see them. And they have a really unique uh, score uh, scorekeeping system with uh, with some of the games. They have a high, a high score uh, leaderboard on their website that you can register and you know track your your progress on the games that you like. Or if someone takes your high score and you want to go and get it back. And then you shake your fist at them. And, you shake you know. your fist at your, you know, the email that notifies you that you lost your high score and you maybe... Um, I'll beat you up back, man. Mutter a few uh, unintelligibles and... Uh, TL- TLV? Then try again. No, I have not received that email. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I was looking at the wall. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> don't judge me. <laughs> And on that note, <laughs> I play video games myself. I can't judge you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I could, but then I'd have to look right in the mirror. So, <laughs> and so <laughs> but it's fun. Yeah. It's it's a good way to go out and you know, and you're not plugged. You're not staying home. You're not plugged into a TV set. You are actually going out and uh, at least. Uh, Getting the experience because right. you can't get that experience at home, right? So, and and for kids of today that never knew what that experience was, they can have that. Mm-hmm. You know, they can understand what it was like back, you know, way back when to say, "Oh, so this is what it was like to be in an old school arcade." Yeah, I can see why this was such a big thing back then because you didn't have downloadable content you didn't have the <coughs> internet oh, yeah you there was no internet <laughs> if you wanted to be your social network you had to go and get your social network oh, yeah. to meet in one specific location <laughs> it, it, but but it was 3d was it well yeah because you're working in three dimensions I mean, in 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 a way, going to going to the going to the arcade was like a three was a three dimensional so, uh, social network. I would go four <laughs> four dimensional. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> really, on that note. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah. Wow, we just went quiet. <laughs> 
Sweet. Okay, so yeah, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up here. <laughs> so sorry, I just fiddling with the computer. So um, <laughs> um, we do appreciate appreciate you listening. Let, let me try to start that over. We do appreciate you listening, so thank you. Um, we also appreciate any feedback, and please comment using the channels found on the contact page at hovpodcast.net. And uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes and tune in. Um, still working on Google Play. Google Play coming soon. Okay, Google? <laughs>